welcome to episode two of Natural with Now. Firstly, I just want to say a huge thank you for that response to episode one. It was so incredibly heartwarming to hear all your responses and know that you all enjoyed it so much. So from the bottom of my heart, honestly, thank you so much. And um, before we get on, once again, I just need a quick disclaimer that this podcast is 18 plus, as we will talk about deep and thought-provoking matters, as well as the fact that, as I'm sure you all realised from episode one, I have a bit of a potty mouth. Um, yeah, so if you're not a fan of that, probably best not to continue listening on. Um, so without f- further ado, Alexandra, how are you? Alexandra. Yeah. You like being called that, right? <laughs> we, we only had this discussion. About earlier. five hours ago, yeah. Yeah. But Alexandra, how are you? Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> um, I'm good. Yeah? Super stressed. What's going on? I mean, I know what's going on, but everyone else doesn't, so... Yeah, pretend pretend like I'm I'm not your fiancé and just, just talk talk like I'm just a random podcaster. So, so what's going on in your life? How are you? You all right? Yeah, I'm good. Good. What's going on? So, we're up in Cardiff at the moment, and I'm doing a PGCE in art and design. What's a PGCE for those that are... Teach training. Teach training. Teach training. Hey. The most stressful, hardest thing I've ever had to do. Really? More so than anything else? Like work? Apart or? from Navy training. You would, what, what, which one would you say was more? <laughs> Mentally, this one. <laughs> <laughs> Physically, the other one. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to go into the Navy, it's probably less mentally taxing than uh, being a teacher. <laughs> You've heard it here first. Yeah, sure. <laughs> But how how are you? Really, like how how are you? No, I'm I'm good. Yeah. Um Happy? Just, yeah, no, I'm really happy. I'm good. happy to be here with you. I'm happy also. Like to finally have our own place together. I know. It feels like a long time coming, right? Mm-hmm. Or well, obviously we've lived together what for in, in two two places. Yeah, yeah. I mean kind how... of on and off last year, but How many places have we been in? So so first it was when I first met you You moved in with me. I moved in with you in my third year. In your third year. Then you moved in with me briefly during my masters. And now this is it. So this is the third place we've had together, but for our Uh first place actually together. First official place. Look at that. Wow, doesn't time fly? (laughs) Well It does actually, because it feels like we've been together so much longer. It does. Than we have. Like what you know, I was saying only a few months ago. That it feels longer than three years. And actually, uh-huh. I actually feel quite embarrassed that we got engaged so early. Really? Yeah. yeah but there's no, there's no rush, is there? No, I know. I mean, but like, when you see people on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. And you or like, happy bit, seven years or... Well, yeah. And then they get engaged. But like, we got engaged after a year and a half. <laughs> which is ridiculous. But, but you know why? It was... I. I God, we're getting right into the deep. So it's only three minutes in. Oh, Look at that. Oh, oh everyone's going to be like, right, the juice is <laughs> No, you know what? Let's just kick it right off. So... You know, you know why I did that was because I, I, I was having this thought, you know, around the time I was thinking, should I propose or not? Um, but I've never been with anybody who I've been so emotionally connected with and just knew it was right from the get go. You know, it was so fast with mm-hmm. you. Like everything just felt there were no warning signs whatsoever with you. Well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, sometimes there are, you know, there are little discrepancies and tendencies of people that you just that alarm you a bit and you go oh I don't know about this let's just ride it out see how it goes it was never like that with you it was so easy with you the whole time mm. and so after a year and a half that was like oh fuck it I, I know 
for certain that you're the right one. Like, it's just, there was no yeah. doubt, you know? So I just, I, I, I always remember when I found that ring, I, oh, God, it was so hard to keep it a secret from you because I just wanted to tell you. Because every time you mentioned what, what your perfect ring was, I was like, this is it. Yeah, but I don't think I mentioned you, it that oh, many times. But, but you did. That's so funny because you did. I bought it up. It's not like you were bragging. It's not like you were like trying to force anything on me. But you, you kept just bringing it up here and there. I knew you weren't meant meaning to, but everything you mentioned about it, I picked up on. Yeah, and but I... do you know why this? Because why? we're like best mates, so yeah. I tell you everything anyway. Yeah. So it was like, oh, it's actually really hard to say. What? No, like, so I obviously share everything with you. Yeah. So it didn't feel like I was hinting. It just felt like I wasn't. I was. I know hinting. you. Were, I know you weren't hinting. I, I know you. Were, I know when you're hinting, and that wasn't it. <laughs> so and when I'm hinting, it was... it's normally about food. I know, same. <laughs> <laughs> Little fatties, aren't we? Fuck's sake. Um, but that, no, I remember just finding the ring, and I remember seeing the cost. I was like, because I saw ones you can get in like. You know, you, you get the proper diamond shit. Yeah, but I, that's, that's grand I and grand. Do. I was always like, don't. Well, that that's it. That, that's the first thing you said to me. I remember the first thing you said is you you want an opal, and you want and you don't want it to be expensive. Yeah. And the first search I did, hit the mark, and I was like, that's it. No, really, was it that easy? It was that easy. It was so good. I was chuffed to bits, and obviously I I, I wasn't. I still had my loan left over from third year. And I was working, so I had the money. I had we had savings just before we went to Italy. <laughs> back when we did. Back when we had money. Yes. Oh, those were the days. Those were the days eh, when we had yeah. money. <laughs> but um, yeah, mm. and I remember just being like, "Oh God, this is it!" And yeah, the rest is history. Mm-hmm. I kept it from you for two months, three months. I think I think in my head I think it's saying three months. So I'm gonna say three months. Three months I had it. I'm not surprised because you're pretty good at like. I'm not. I'm Keeping not. Keeping stuff surprises, whereas I'm not like I'll buy something for you I'm and I'll be like, have it now, no, have it now. What Nintendo Switch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help myself with you. Two months before Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I I just remember have I had it in my pocket the whole time. I had it in my bag. Showed everyone at work. You know, I I, I showed. I didn't know any of this. Yeah, I showed I showed the boys, Smithy. I showed Parky. I showed all of them, and they were like, yeah, and yeah. <laughs> No, uh, okay. obviously I had that. I had that plan in my head, where I wanted. Uh, oh yeah, in the woods. In the woods. Yeah. A bit creepy when you say it like that when there's no context. <laughs> it was like muddy and like gloomy, and I was like, "This is the worst place." Like I think I did because I didn't know that that was your plan. That this. F- and I remember being like really like, "Oh, I'd hate to get engaged there. I'd hate this." Like, and I I don't know why, but like. <sighs> It, it, bro- knew, it, bro- it, broke, it broke my heart it did because I was like fuck that's my plans ruined because <laughs> when I think of the woods I think of that one time we went when it was scorching hot and we had a lovely little walk there and it like everything was great it was yeah, like a great that's... we had so many nice times and so well, many other places there we go but then I was surprised you chose that place but then it, it was actually a very quick thinking on my part because when we did go strawberry picking it was very much two days before oh, it was yeah. when we started planning I was like this is it. That this was is perfect. So cute. I told I told Smithy. I was like, Smithy, is is this good? And I told him the plan. He was like, fucking go for it. And that was it. That I was like, right, two days time. I'm fucking proposing to you. Didn't realize I was gonna do it like then and there. I thought I thought maybe I'd give it like a few more months and prepare for it, like mentally put on a big song and dance, bit of a show. Well, yeah, but... I, I, in a way, I kind of wish I had a bit of warning because when you asked me, yeah, I, had, but... I had a mouthful of Doritos. <laughs> 
like I was like picking them out of my teeth, and she were like, "Will you marry me?" And I was like, "Oh god, this is like." Now I'm got <laughs> crying, and then I've got tears in my mouth. Well, I was thinking, "Oh, this is sexy, isn't it?" Like. <laughs> well, I think that that's how it should be. Don't you think? Just it shouldn't be so prepared and stuff. It's just natural how how we are. We've yeah. only ever done things naturally. We've never been superficial. We've kind of just gone with it, haven't we? So. <laughs> no, I. I don't regret how I proposed to you at all. No, I thought it was yeah, it was lovely, and then you went back home, and then we we moved into my place. Yeah, because we quick. just moved. Is it was, to is, Park Crescent, and I just graduated. Was it literally like a couple of days after? It was like a week later. Yeah, it wasn't that far it after was, we moved. It was yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, damn, feels like a lifetime ago now. Yeah. Now here we are in Cardiff, a damp flat, <laughs> but tiny yeah, damp flat. It wasn't in the plans, but. Mm. I'm I'm glad we're here. I'm really I'm really glad we're here. I'm glad too. Now you know what? Let's switch it up a bit. I know you're looking at my talk points here. I'm, Let, I I to be honest. What I'm one concerned. do you want to talk about? Because you're right. You're sat here with me. So what one do you want to talk about? I don't know. There's a lot on here to be honest. Um, you you choose you choose. Because if I choose, then I'll be like planning what I'm gonna say. <laughs> okay okay. Close your eyes. Stick your finger out. <laughs> Pull it. And put up my bum. I'm just... <laughs> no, I'm... <laughs> no. Uh, right now, just just reach out. The first one, right? The first one you touched. <laughs> okay. Was this one, which is number two. No, okay, number two. So number two is friendships. Okay. No. So did you did you keep a close group of friends growing up, and were they tight knit or did they come and go? Uh, a bit of both, to be honest. Yeah, go on, explain. If, if we're if we're talking about school, let's let's go all the let's go like all the way back. Your first, your very first friends that you can remember. My very first friends. Yeah. Um, my very first friend would have been Charlie Burns. Mm-hmm. And she, how old are you then? Um, this was in reception, mm-hmm. year one. This was before. This was when we lived in Reading. Yeah. And before we moved to Somerset, and I'm still well. I used to go around hers every summer for, like, a week. And then every year it would, like, change. So she would come to mine and, like, you know, back and forth for years. And then yeah. it kind of fizzled out when we maybe became, like, teenagers. Mm-hmm. And, like... Is that because you moved apart or...? Yeah, because we were just so far apart. And you were pretty young, so I guess there wasn't the, the... The technology nowadays of phones and No, MSN there, was, there was none of that. WhatsApp, yeah. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, I mean, she's coming to the wedding. Is she? Yeah. Oh, sweet. So you still keep in contact? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I still talk to her. I mean, nice. we're not as close as obviously I'd like to be. Yeah, of course. But she is my longest friend I've ever had, mm. for sure. Um, and then school. I had I had a lovely group of friends at school. To be yeah, honest. I think I've seen. Yeah. Yeah, those ones you show me pictures of all the time. Yeah, like. Yeah, you've probably seen them in my. Friends the one you showed me. Uh, the ones you showed me earlier, like literally earlier. Oh, tonight. that was that was sixth form. That that's. Oh, so that's <laughs> later that's, on. Down that, that's a different story. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but no, at school had some lovely friends. Yeah. Um. I wish I was still as close to them as I was then, because obviously, like, when I went to uni, well, I was friends, I had this really good, massive group of friends, um, up until about year 11, mm. and then obviously then we all went to sixth form or college, and I obviously stayed on that sixth form. Kind of separated a bit. And I was the only one who stayed at sixth form, yeah. and the rest all went off to college, and it's the biggest regret I ever, I actually have. Yeah, of course. Because... You know, they all carried on with their friendship and then I kind of like... Got left behind. It was my own fault because obviously I should have gone anyway, but I was really like super shy. Yeah, And I didn't like push myself. Mm. So I stayed because it was obviously comfortable. 
Yeah. And um, yeah, so they all kind of moved on and I kind of lost contact with a lot of them. Obviously, I still talk to them a, you know, a little bit now, every now and again, but mm. not half as much as I should. I think... Like, I, it happens. Like, everyone will say the same. I know exactly what you're saying because as you grow up, it does happen. You, mm-hmm. you do end up unintentionally losing contact with people that you don't have plans of losing contact with. You don't yeah. want to become distant or alienate them, but it just happens with life because you become so busy. Uh, you, all of a sudden, life isn't about just, you know, the weekends and being able to find time to in between school to mm-hmm. go out and have fun. It's, you've got priorities now. You've got relationships. You've got bills to pay. You've got yeah. work to do, you know. It, unfortunately, it just that's the way that our society is built. Well, like, you're, like, months will go by and then you'll realise you haven't messaged someone mm. and then it kind of becomes awkward to then message them because then you kind of feel like, oh, are they, do they still feel like my friend or... You think? Yeah, I, that's how I feel, but I feel like girls are different because mm. things change so quickly. Of course, And, like, yeah. you know what girls are like. Sometimes they're quite bitchy. <laughs> like, that. that's what I've experienced. Say it louder for the people in the back. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's why I actually don't have that many friends that are girls mm. because I don't know why because I, I don't feel like I am I'm not bitchy whatsoever like I can't stand you are the least bitchiest person I know honestly I say that with hand on heart I'm not just saying that because I'm sat next to you on the sofa and I'm scared you'll hit me I <laughs> <laughs> no no genuine, yeah. genuinely you, you are you have a heart of gold I've t- I tell you that all the time you have a heart of gold. You you are honestly a lovely person. You are you're... biased, but okay. I'm biased? What? Because you're my fiance. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't be my fiance if you didn't have no, a heart that, of gold. No, that is true. You know what I mean? True. Like, you wouldn't. So, no, I completely agree with you. And I, I understand what you say when, you know, it, it's easier to be friends with guys because a lot of the time... They're just so chilled out. And, like, I don't think I realised that. And, obviously, till I went to cadets mm. and there wasn't any of that. Well, obviously, there was because most of the girls that were there were only there for... The boys. Oh really? Oh yeah, oh god, really? yeah. Um huh. <laughs> Yeah. Shit. Um but yeah, all the boys are obviously all there like to nerd out and like, you know, do all these exciting things. Mm. And that's what I was there for. Yeah. Because obviously that's what I wanted to do with You weren't there life. for the graft, you were actually yeah, there for yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, I for sure say my long time friends that will be friends for life mm. will be from cadets for sure. Cool. I mean most of them are coming to the wedding as well, but yeah, of um, course uni mm-hmm. i that was when i like properly came out of myself because mm. obviously i was super shy at school yeah I, so really... was i yeah so was i yeah but like i was when i say i was painfully shy like it was super super painful for like other people to talk to me mm. and i don't think i realized until i went to uni mm. that like i really hadn't ha- i actually had an issue mm. what as in you were you were an introvert and you really didn't want to be? Or you were an introvert and you were all right with that? Like, I always did stuff. Like, you know, I went to cadets and I did, you know, football and karate and gymnastics and stuff. Like, I always pushed myself to to meet new people. To be outgoing, yeah. But it wasn't until I obviously came to uni and, you know, you're forced to make friends because you're completely on your own, like, starting again, Mm -hmm. that... You know, you you actually realize quite how shy you were, mm. and yeah, I I I. Do you I feel wish... like it, it, you came out of your shell pretty quick? Um, I did with my flatmates, yeah, mm. and then obviously then like a week after joining uni, I joined the OTC, 
and that only lasted for a year because I obviously didn't pass the medical test. Yeah, of course. So I didn't actually get to be as involved as I wanted to be. Mm. But obviously I was still invited to all the the nights out and all the little group, the group meetings with the yeah. girls and things, which was, which was so nice. Mm. And I was still obviously a little bit shy because obviously you're not going to be super confident overnight. Oh, of course, yeah. But, um, it takes a while. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't, I don't have a massive group of friends like you do, but the ones that I do have, you cherish. Yeah, I love them all. Mm. I love them so much. Mm. That's good. You you need you need people like that to keep yeah. you buoyant throughout life. You know, otherwise you're just gonna sink. Well, yeah. I f- I feel like I don't because I'm not really one to go around and be like, oh, I love you and like, mm. you know, be all like lovey dovey with them like I am with you. Yeah, like, of course. But yeah, I like to think that they know. As long as they know, you know, yeah. that, that doesn't matter how you are with them, as long as they know that you do love them and that you do care about them. That's what you, that's what you don't have to abide by anybody else's meanings of what it means to show love. Yeah. As long as you know that you are. <laughs> no, I, I, I think uni was a massive turning point for me as well. Like, before I left the island, I, you know, I, I remember being severely embarrassed throughout um, high school and stuff about my weight and about just girls not wanting me, you know, that kind of thing. I was really self-conscious about it and, and it made me embarrassed and it made me... I always wanted to do more and say more, but I couldn't. And then when I came to uni, I was like, fuck it, I'm becoming this new person who is just completely... Who is going to take that extrovert attitude and just exude it in my personality, which is easier said than done. But it took me no time at all, really. In first year, I met the boys and... I lived in this great flat, you know, that had great views over the, uh, you know, and I, I had a love, I just had a lovely time. And o- over the course of like, what, it must have been before Christmas, so between September and Christmas, I just really came out of my shell. And uni shaped me, shaped me to become the man that met you, you know. Obviously, I still had my cracks and flaws when I met you as well, but you've you've been very good to hammer them out and shape them out into the man I am right now, so... Everything kind of happened once I came to uni, I feel like, to become the person I was. If I never left home, I would have... I don't know where I would have been. I really don't. I don't know. I, I can't picture who I could would have become if I didn't leave home when I did. I feel like you're too outgoing to have just stayed there. Yeah. I. It would have crushed me. I and I don't feel like you just going to uni probably changed you like by the sounds of it your mum always said that you're you're always like such a friendly guy like that you always had a massive group of friends at school and you knew everyone and yeah for sure I, I i will never take my group of friends for granted ever i love them all i yeah. really do you you know i do you know um i guess i can't i can't off the top of my head say what it was that pushed me to leave the island so badly i don't know what it i don't know whether it was just wanting to become myself and like this new person. Mm. I don't know whether it was because I felt trapped on that island. I don't know whether it's felt... Probably, because that's what you've always said. I think ev- most people do. I think anyone who's listening to this from the Isle of Wight knows that you can't stay there your whole life. You have to get off at some point. Living on an island is, isn't as tropical and, you know, paradise-inducing as you might think it is. Maybe in the Bahamas, but not in the south of England. Well, you would have been curious about what was out there. Oh, God, like, yeah. If you didn't go and you didn't make that leap. Literally. I'd, you wouldn't know. I'd never actually... Well, I'd visited, like, what? Yorkshire, London, 
and a, a little bit of Liverpool. Oh, you know? all the nice places. Yeah, the best tourist destinations <laughs> of the world, you know? So before I left the island for good. And I was like, I just want to explore. I want to I wanna be in. I was getting to that point where I was sick of living at home and not being mm. independent. My mum was about to get married. Uh, Courtney had gone off and done her own thing, my sister. And I was just like... I, I need I need to explore myself. I need mm. to I need to just do something. And obviously, all my other friends were going off to uni as well. They'd already gone before me, so I was like, I need, I just oh yeah, of course, because we were both a year behind. Weren't yeah, we? exactly. So I was already, you know, in while I was at college, all my mates had already finished sixth form, got their got their results, and been accepted to uni. So you know, the 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 friends that I did have left were by the handful, and the people I met at college were great. You know. Mm. I, I loved them, but they weren't my lifelong friends. So it was different. You know, I kind of had... these Because the Isle of Wight was so small, you kind of know people. So even when I went into this new class of new people doing graphic design with, you know, it's like a new classroom, I still knew a couple of people, you know, and now I was like, oh, I've seen you about out in town. I've, I, I know of you through so-and-so, you know what I mean? So, But that kind of thing, I, that, that's, I think that's it. The island is so small, it's restricting, and you start... You know everything. Mm-hmm. Nothing's news anymore it's just like you see the same people all the time for years you know it's cool when we're in Falmouth you know because like yeah but it's the same for anywhere like if, yeah, I, if I'd stayed in Crewcurn in Crewcurn mm. like you'd be bored shitless anyone really is. there's nothing there is nothing to do there and I think anyone who if you know some people do feel comfortable staying where they're born and where yeah, they went to course. school like that's absolutely fine but people it's just, like us it's just suffocating like, for the majority who, who wants to live Next to their parents, you know. Yeah, exactly. I who, do. Who really does? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone does. No, not really, and unless you really just don't have that security in life. But I like being independent. You know, it, it, it yeah. it's rewarding. I feel like you you'd never grow if no. you don't leave. For sure. I couldn't imagine what life would be like if I'd stayed. What What if you lived, like the next town over from your mum? Or you live close to her, because obviously we've always lived really far away. Yeah, I guess that's that's different, I guess. Because if you live the town over, then you're still being independent. You know, it's just she's there if you need her. Yeah. It's different if you live with them. Because oh, yeah, for sure. Like, you have you have to leave at some point. You have like, to. exactly. You know, let, let's be honest. Yeah, of course. <laughs> anyway, let's get back on track. Um yeah, I don't even know where we are now. Yeah, th- this is the thing with this podcast. You just go on rap. You go look. It's been half an hour, right? Yeah, right. It's fucking sick. <laughs> right. Do you still keep in contact with a lot of people from way back when? Um, I do with cadets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love them all. I really do. I think there's probably about less than ten of them now. Like, the friends that, obviously, like I said earlier, the friends I do have, I absolutely love them. Mm. And I feel like I've always found it really hard to make friends. But then... Oh, well, like, uh, literally, like, next question here is how easy do you make friends? So, I mean... I always thought I found it hard. And then last time I saw Josie, mm. one of my really good friends from school, mm. she was, like, my best friend at school, mm-hmm. um, she said that she finds it really difficult. And, like, I remember watching her. We obviously went to Kurtz together. And she just make friends, like, instantly. When we went on, like, a camp away together or at school, like, obviously she moved from America mm. and instantly she had friends. And I was like, how do you do that? Like, I was like, what is your secret? Like, mm. how are you so confident and how do you make friends so easily? And then and when she said to me, oh, I, I don't think I do, I really struggle. Mm. 
I'm like, oh, okay, well, maybe everyone does. And obviously, like, it just has to be the right people. And I feel like cadets was that for me. Obviously, like, it took me probably about half a year, because obviously I was super shy, <laughs> to, like, actually make friends. Mm. And when I did, it was great. Like, I absolutely loved it. And I never even wanted to leave, mm. obviously, but at some point you had to. You had to, yeah, of course. Because obviously I went to uni. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, I remember when I met... Nauru at uni mm-hmm. like she just, she, yeah she just feels like another sister to me yeah and like I don't hear from her for about a year sometimes mm. and then she'll ring me and be like how is everything tell me how you are and like it's like so it's like never... I spoke to her yesterday yeah yeah well that's when you know it's best friends yeah isn't it? that's when you know. and she's just she's just so lovely when things don't feel like they ever change after such a long time away from each other that's when you know like your best mates you know yeah and mm. like she always like wishes the best for everyone and like mm. she's just such like she has the best soul she really does she's so lovely mm. like I can't wait for you to meet her well finally well, meet I can't her wait to meet her you've been, you've been gassing her up for the last three years you know what I mean I want to meet her <laughs> yeah well to be fair she's she's like super outgoing but then when it comes to meeting people she's really shy so I feel like we're kind of similar sometimes that sounds like you yeah it does <laughs> like I remember having to, like, gas myself up about going round to your house when I first met you. <laughs> like, I was super awkward. Around and I a boy's house. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I, oh, my God, I used to get really nervous about it. But, like, I was super nervous to even meet you. Like, I'm super nervous to do anything in life, to be honest. Like, even even going into bloody uni, I'm, like... Chitting yourself. <laughs> yeah, I, I literally am. Like, nervous poos every single day. Gotta put your diapers on every morning. <laughs> It's not even funny though, is I know, it? no, you, you do suffer. You do I do. Suffer. I, I seriously have the nervous poos, like... You get anxiety pretty bad. I know, but I don't want to call it anxiety, though. I, think I do. don't like that. I think, you, but I think you do. There's nothing wrong with that. You do you do suffer from anxiety, and there's, there's nothing... I suffer from anxiety sometimes. Everyone does. It's just some people have it in varying degrees. Mm. You know, and it doesn't matter that you do. It's not an illness, you know what I mean? It's not like a disease. It's not going to kill you. But everyone suff- suffers from anxiety, really, in some way, shape or form. It's just, um, obviously, at home, it was never very, like, easy to be like, oh, I have this issue. Because, yeah. Like, I used to find it, like, I remember sitting next to people in class at school and being like, why can't I talk to this person? Like, why am I being so shy and awkward? Mm. And obviously, like, now I'm like, you know, you really had a serious issue. Like, what what's it called? When Social you... anxiety? Yeah. Mm. I had it really bad. Mm. But, like, at home, it was never, like, we were never allowed to be, like, oh, we're sad or... Mm-hmm. Like, what, what, was that because you'd get picked on for it? Or was that because no, I... it was just taboo <laughs> in your household? Yeah. Just sec- taboo. The second one, yeah. We're just, it was just... Obviously, that's just, it's a completely different generation. So they don't understand any of it. They didn't have depression back in there. They didn't have anxiety. Unless you were... Th- I'm sure went, they did. They unless just, you went through very just, yeah. life... You know, it wasn't talked about. Life-changing events and stuff were the only things that caused depression, not just yeah. everyday life, you know? Like we realise it actually does cause in today's day and age, you know? Mm. But I just feel like I've missed out on so many opportunities to make friends and to... You know, it's just experience things mm. because that has like because, held me back. Yeah, but what because of your home life? No, just like just because I was so shy. Because of your yeah. social anxiety. Mm. 
But yeah, I'll always, I'll always regret that, to be honest. But you are still young. It's not like you're 50 and just realising this. You know no, what I, mean? I know. Like, like I'm, I'm so much better now. Yeah. But I just feel like when I was at uni or even like being at school, like just, you know, making friends with everyone. Mm. Like, yeah. No, for sure. For sure. I mean... Hell, it, it it's not easy for anyone. It really isn't. Um, to make to make to make friends, it, you're always gonna have that awkward stage, that first initial meeting, because you can, you can never have a second chance at a first impression, you know. Mm. So, th- the hardest thing sometimes is is overthinking, and trying to be someone that you're not, or trying to impress people who you feel like you should impress. Yeah, that just never works. No, never. You should always be yourself. And if they don't like that, then obviously they're not the people you need to be around. I know, but when you're young, you don't realise exactly, that. Exactly. You're not like, oh, exactly. if you don't like me, then you can like do one. You're, just, you're, like, you're like, please be my friend, please. You, know? you are, though. If like, you don't like me at my worst, you certainly don't deserve me at your best. Woo, <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>, 2012. <laughs> yeah, no, fuck off, literally. Like, that, that mantra doesn't apply. Um, yeah. But... No, I, I I know what you mean. It it it's difficult, and as much as I, it's it's weird because, you know, you're my other half, and as much as I sympathise, and slightly empathise, it if I feel like I've had the unfair advantage because I'm not, I haven't suffered with social anxiety that much, so it has been easier, not easy, but easier mm. for me to make friends, because, I I see it sometimes in you know recently like you care about what people think i do i can't help it i just do but i will go out and make a fucking dick of myself and i might care a little bit what people think but at the end of the day i'm probably not going to see these people again you know like i don't mind wearing my red knitted poncho outside while i'm having a cigarette and if people walk past i'm never going to see them again if they get a little laugh out of it cool good for them but you know i'm warm in my poncho so you can go and do one mate if you <laughs> if you think i look weird or look like a granny you know what i mean i'm having a cigarette and i'm enjoying life right now so yeah but i know whereas you if you smoked you'd probably stand outside and try and look a little bit decent just so people walking past would you know not not get any funny ideas or anything right okay um <coughs> Do you think we've talked enough about friends? Is there anything else you want to add about no, friendships? No, <laughs> I don't think so. Do you think you're going to be making more friends as we I bloody grow older? hope so. Yeah. Like I would, I'd love for us to have friends together, like ones that we've actually like made together. Yeah, like they come around for dinner and mm-hmm. they both know us equally, rather than me having to get to know yours or you having to get to know mine. You know what's weird? I, I because we. We're not married. We haven't got a baby or anything like that. We haven't got a house. Not yet. We've not got proper jobs, really. You know what I mean? I've I've got a job, but it's not yeah, it's yeah. not it's not my ideal career option. Anyway, um, so we haven't been. I feel like we haven't been in an environment yet where we can make friends like that. I feel like you make friends like that after we like when once you're a teacher, for example, mm-hmm. you find in your school that you've actually got a few really good friends as teachers you know you're in the art department or whatever you know what i mean and they're the people that you introduce to me and then we go out for drinks and a meal and so and so or i work in a restaurant or a design agency and i find you know a co-worker who i really get along with and i bring them you know i introduce them to you uh, we have drinks you know that kind of thing i feel like we aren't at that stage yet where we 
find new people, especially in today's climate of COVID, where you, all your yeah, it would have been perfect this year. Yeah, but it's just a shame because you can't. You haven't you haven't can't. really met any of your classmates because you you've all been over a screen, so I feel yeah. like we've been robbed there. Of... And whenever we are in uni, it's complete. It's like different groups switched up every, you know, every week. So mm-hmm. you never see the same people. No, for sure. So just when you're starting to get to know someone, you don't see them again for like three months. And now, obviously, now we're not seeing each other at all. At all, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's been robbed of it this year. For sure. <sighs> Should we move on to the next one? Yeah, what's the next one? Do you want to pick it or do you want to do another... No, just just go with it. I'm not even looking at it, so... Education. Education? Mm. What kind of... Did you enjoy school? Um, I really enjoyed school. Yeah? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, went to school in Reading for a few years mm-hmm. and then moved to... Somerset and went to a school called Ashlands. Made some really lovely friends there. They're the kind of friends I kept until sixth form. Until sixth form, yeah. Until we all kind of went our separate ways. And then there was Maiden Beach, which is the middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, had the best time there. It's like the school that you go to, and you don't have to worry about anything. Like, <laughs> obviously there was still Sats, which obviously you used to stress about when you're younger. But obviously, means I don't even remember taking my Sats. Do you? Yeah. You do? Yeah. You remember? Yeah. What the fuck? I don't remember anything. It was like a piece of paper. And you was just it? ticked a few boxes on it. it was oh, so it wasn't that like massive list of like questions that you had like just loads of little boxes next to it. Yeah. It was like multi-optional questions. It was it was so easy. And then you should stress it up at school huh. and be like, if you don't pass these, you're not going to get any further in life. Uh, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> no more for you. You, you hear nothing about it, and you're like, okay, ever again. Like, that's done. Input on your CV. You know, well done. Oh my god, eighty-one percent in my yeah. <laughs> Just so you know, but then I also got an E in my A levels, well, <laughs> and five Fs in my GCSEs. Oh, well, you got your SATs at least. <laughs> that's the most important thing. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was. Uh, it was a great school. Really good school. Sweet. Um, that was kind of where. You know, like popularity groups came up. Was and that your? Was that your? Changed. Was that your secondary school? This no, this was middle school, Maiden Beach. So there was Ashland's first school. Primary. Yeah. Do you, do you call it first school? First school, yeah. So run it, run me through the 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 the, the schools you went you went to. So you went to a. Did you go to a nursery at all as a kid, or did you? Just, I did, yeah. So you went to a nursery, uh-huh. then you went to. Then I went to a Catholic school. Catholic. Called St. Martin. First school. It, it, no, that was a primary school. So, I'm it, only, so it went from reception to year six. I'm only asking this because, as you know as well, the mm. Isle of Wight was very backwards in that... Oh, yeah, you had high schools and things. Yeah. really confusing. I had nursery, primary, middle, high. Yeah, we had exactly the same. Right. But we didn't have high school. It was called secondary school. So run me through yours. Nursery? First school. Some people might say primary, but it was first school. Everyone called it first school. I didn't. Then, then it was middle school. Then it was middle school. Okay, middle school. Then it was Primary, secondary. middle, secondary. Yeah. And then you, then you obviously then you stayed on for sixth form where you went to college. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That was the same with us. So, so it's exactly the same. What years did you have on primary school? I'm calling it primary school because that's what I know. What, what years did you have in primary school? Primary, so that was from reception. Yep. To yes. No, that wasn't secondary. Yeah, that's why I'm confused. To year four. 
That was same as us. Yeah, yeah. prime was same as us. Yeah. So then, and you then had... middle was five to eight. Yeah, that's what we had as well. And then secondary is nine to eleven. That's what we had. Yeah. Why are you getting confused? Because about I'm it? pretty sure secondary schools nowadays have like year six to eleven. That's what we so had in the Isle of Wight. No, that's that's only if you don't have a middle school. So there's only. That's... So middle schools were still a thing on the mainland. Yes, only only in some areas though. I was going to say because I think they only really exist in Somerset in in the southwest. Because when I left uni around the time about college time, I remember they 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 brought up secondary schools and I was like, what the fuck is that? I, I, I thought it was an American thing, but then I asked uh, as as obviously I realized what it was. It was like, oh, it goes from years six to eleven. Or, or whatever, or six to eight levels. And I was like, what? So, That's what I would have done if, if we'd stayed in Reading. Okay. It ju- it's it, just different in different... It's like, the whole, it's like the whole grading system now in schools. That confuses the shit out of me. Oh, same, yeah. I'm going to have to get used to that. That's weird. Yeah. No more A's to F's, it's what? They still use that, though, at school. Really? I don't know if it's just England, but in Wales, they still use A star and all this kind of stuff. Oh, so they don't do the. What, 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 I, don't what, that, what, I don't know if that's just the teachers like not getting used to the numbers. It's, num- yet, it's numbers still now, isn't it? Yeah. Saying it as a and you know. Bizarre, honestly. Yeah. We're still yet to do that, so. Um, hmm. What's your best memory? Best memory from, from your school days. From school. Mm. Oh God. If any. I can't think of any. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. What about your worst? Your worst. My memory. worst. Oh my god, the top, worst. Uh, top two. Top two. Top two. Oh what is that? Is there only one or is there multiple? Um, uh, I don't. I don't even know if I want to say it to be honest because it's actually awful. Does it make for good content? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if. Do you want people to know? Not really. It's not like it's, you would. Were... Basically, there was, there was a a rumor that went around school. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Is it like Smithy's gay rumor or is it a lot worse? Oh my god, it was so much worse. <laughs> Right, Smithy, take notes. Let's <laughs> say you do a well, rumour. Obviously, obviously, being called gay back in school was awful. Like, <laughs> no, seriously, like, there's nothing wrong with being gay, like, at all. But obviously, when someone said it when it wasn't true, it was so hurtful. Right, quote, uh, what was it? Quote, Smithy, um, how do you prove you're not gay when you're 13? Unquote. I don't think you can. I think, <laughs> I think, I think you just got to live it out. you got to just live out until it dies out. Yeah. <laughs> no, go on. I, I will stop interrupting. What was your worst memory, if you want to say? If you don't want to say your I worst... I don't want to go into too much. details. Okay, in a nutshell. Um, <laughs> basically, there was a rumour that I had done something with a guy in the woods... And I remember being in an art class and I didn't have, I had no idea that, I, you know, anyone had even started this fucking crazy thing. It just came out of nowhere for you. I was in an art lesson and it was split into two rooms. Mm-hmm. And I remember having a really lovely time. Obviously, you know, art's my thing. And I was, you know, enjoying myself, best lesson of the week. And then I went upstairs and I was like packing away my art shit. And these bunch of bloody, oh, bloody bitchy, you know, popular girls <laughs> were sat on a table being like, oh my god, like, she's so disgusting doing something like that, you know, like, being absolute fucking bitches. Vile, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, you know, obviously being, like, the super shy person that I was, I was like, oh my god, this is so awful, went bright red and, like, disappeared and I just, I literally just wanted to crawl up and just, like, Die. never ever come back to that school ever again. Yeah, for sure. You, oh, you don't want anyone to feel like, you know, to think that of you. It's so crushing. It just, yeah, it was so horrible. And, and I know boys and girls... 
had similar rumours and similar experiences, but at the same time, it's worse for you being a girl because in, even in today's day and age, you are still slut-shamed so badly as, as females, you know? And so as a kid, to be slut-shamed mm. for something you didn't even do, it is a part of our society. It's a part of first world society. This bitchiness, this, these Americanisms, you know, to be bullied like yeah, that. Yeah, to make someone feel so small is oh, it's just such a nasty thing. It's very sad. Like, and considering I kept myself to myself, like I wasn't, I wasn't one of those horsey girls at school. Do you know what I mean? Do you mean horsey girls as in, <laughs> uh, like rich and privy, or horsey girls in you pretended to be a horse? Yeah, you know, yeah, pretending to be a horse. <laughs> galloping around the fucking playground yeah <laughs> but i was like you know i had a good group of friends and i kept myself to myself i didn't bitch about anyone i didn't get involved in any of that yeah, and like sure. it's then it when it still happens it still you, happens you're like yeah. oh my god like what do you actually have to do literally to not be picked on like seriously there was nothing on the school playground anyone's a victim oh honestly. man yeah that that was the worst though it honestly made my life shit for a while you just have to hope people get, you know, get it out of their heads and just mm. forget about it. Well, okay, have you got your best memory yet? Or no? I My best memories from school time are when I think about the sunrises I've experienced on the Isle of Wight, the sunsets I've experienced, mm. the beach days, swimming, um, going for walks in the forest, going for walks in the summertime. One of my fondest memories is going for a walk with Rob, Ellis and Dan down at Ride, and we started at Priory Bay Beach, and we walked all the way, like, through the towns, through Ride, up to the McDonald's, and we got there, like, at, it was bright, you know, it was afternoon, it wasn't sunset or anything, and then by the time we got to McDonald's, it was, the sun was just gone, you know, so we spent all this time just walking on the beach in summer, blasting out music, going to, like, the park and just going on the swings and just playing bloody Calvin Harris, you know what I mean? And just, you know, like like the fucking yobs that we were, but, like, I had... A, those are the memories that I hold dearest before I came to uni because, like, we were just so free at that moment. There was no worries. Mum wasn't worried about me because she she knew that I was with good, good company. Um, and... Just you just appreciate a lot more back then because you don't have any priorities. You know you 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 know, might have a part time job, but you still live with mumsy. You still live with family. You don't have bills to pay. Yeah, you're yeah. thinking of, you're thinking about exams. You're thinking about uni and that kind of thing. But at the same but time, you 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 don't realize how good you have it until you really don't until it's gone and until it's over. Like, yeah. Oh shit! Like, that's over now. Well, I'm that's not it. gonna have that again. And it's weird because it's only just now thinking about it thinking how yeah i have been knocking off the isle of wight so much but i miss those days if i could go back to any time before uni it would be around a level time because that's when me and my mates had the most freedom yeah. and it, oh yeah i miss it honestly i miss it um but yeah they're, they're my best memories from my school days not necessarily from school but from my school days you know Right. What's the next thing? The next thing. Let's go... Right. We have two choices. I'll let you choose. We can talk about work or we can talk about love. I don't... Mm, I, oh, I, I don't want to talk about love. Fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I don't mind talking about either. So, okay. Since you're not choosing, let's talk about... No, I can't choose. Uh, let's talk about work. All right. About work. Best for last, always. Okay. okay. So, 
Let's talk about work first. Do you have a job? <laughs> no. <laughs> For the first time since I was 14. You do not have I a job. I do not have a job. Do you find that freeing? Yes. Do you... Would you rather have no job than a job? I... If money wasn't a factor. If I didn't have to worry about money, no, I wouldn't. I say that like, you know, some people might oh, might be like, oh, that's a stupid question. But some people enjoy going to work to have something to do. No, I, I get that. I love to be busy. Yeah. But right now, but even knowing in, in that, my head when I'm like, oh, you know, I could get a job. I'm like, that could be either working, you know, part time. Mm-hmm. Or there isn't even another option. It would have to be part time. Because it's and so that busy. Means, yeah. And that means working in like Asda or... Retail. I just, oh, I just can't do or that. Or restaurant business with me. You and me, we'd tear up those tables, baby. Tips for days. I just, I don't <laughs> know. I, I couldn't do that again. <laughs> again? You've never worked in a restaurant? No, I, I mean retail. You've oh, never retail. worked in retail. So. Yeah, fuck retail, that's why. Yeah, well, fuck <laughs> restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> but no more hub box for you. Go on, mate. <laughs> no, 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 you know what I mean. I was I know, like, I, I, I have no experience, so they wouldn't even employ me anyway. Yeah, that's how just, that is. You learn. Do you think this new job coming up will be ideal for you? I think it will be ideal, yeah. It's not my... It's not your dream. It's not my dream. I did my dream. I know know what your dream is, right? But the viewers may not. Some viewers may, but others may not. So are you comfortable explaining what happened? Um, Or do you not I'm not really going to go into details because there isn't really anything to say. Of course. Obviously, I joined the Navy. Mm -hmm. And... That was my dream. Like, that's all I ever wanted to do. And it just didn't end up working out. And, yeah, it didn't work out the way I wanted it to. I mean, obviously, I can still go back, but I don't think that will ever be an option because, you know, it obviously didn't work out, but it was also really hard for you. Mm. And I'll always feel really, I'll always feel selfish for, for doing it and for, like, going ahead with it and leaving you, even though it wasn't for very long at all. Yeah, but it's not like you didn't... It's not like I said no and you did it anyway. It's that I... You always knew. Even I backed like you. The I backed you. The day you met me, you knew. Yeah, and I backed you up every step of the way. It's never. I, it was never a moment where I said I don't want you to go in. Before before you went in, there was yeah. never a moment I said I don't. I want know, you to go but in. I know that you always found it really hard, and it was like the one thing between us that would probably have ended us. But who who would I be as your significant other? If I was to stop you from chasing your dreams. Oh, I, I know, I know. You know. That's the thing. That's why you're so lovely because I know you never would, and you never would have, and I know you never said anything about it, and that's why you let me do it. But yeah. you know, the fact that I went and did it, I I now know that it wasn't meant to be, mm. and Plan B isn't isn't so bad. Like it's the hardest thing I've ever had to do, and I haven't even bloody got the job yet. No, for sure. And that's only because my English isn't so great. <laughs> <laughs> because um yeah hmm. um but yeah I'm I'm not gonna complain about where I am right now. You're in a good I'm, place right now, you think? Yeah, for sure. Hmm. I'm 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 really grateful for everything. Well, you were lucky with how you got into the course. Do you want to just oh explain how you got into the course? So I wouldn't say oh, no. You were it was it was pretty. It, yeah, it was super lucky. It was fate, wasn't it? Because yeah. I just left the navy, mm-hmm. and then I was like, well, shit. What am I gonna do now? Like, this was mid COVID as well. Yeah. And I and obviously I left Tesco's just before I joined the Navy because obviously I left you, what, last Christmas? Mm-hmm. And I moved home for a bit to try and sort out money issues and, like, you know, we were both mm-hmm. struggling. And 
Yeah, I watched Tesco's for a bit. And I don't think anyone even knows that, to be honest. I kept that well on the down low. I really <laughs> did. I literally didn't tell anyone I was working there. Um, I think it's because everyone who I went to uni with had, like, got jobs and they'd, you know, they'd been really successful after uni. Mm. And I was kind of there, like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm going to join the name, I'm going to do this. But, like, because it hadn't happened yet, I kind of looked like a bit of a dick. And obviously I didn't want anyone to know that I hadn't been as successful as they had been. Mm. And I know it was the same for you. Um, but, yeah, anyway, so I got on the course by luck, really, because I came back and I was like, well, shit, what am I going to do? And I was like, well, fuck it, let's just do plan B. It'll be fine, it'll be easy. Yeah, It'll be a sick year, you know, just to do nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Completely wrong. Mm. And Cardiff was the only one left, and I applied for it, and... Within the week, they called me for an interview and said, yeah, you, you basically have it after about half an hour on the phone. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and then we just looked for a flat and we moved here. It was like, so quick, It wasn't was like it? two weeks and it was done and dusted. It was so quick. I remember I was still in Falmouth before all of that even happened. And then all of a sudden I'm back home and then a mm. few weeks later I'm in Cardiff, you know, I'm here with you. I'm like, whoa, that just went by so quick, you know? Yeah, I'm grateful you came with me. I couldn't so not, I couldn't not come with, with you. I mean, that'd be so... As much as I am in love with Cornwall, just as much as you are, I think my home ultimately is where you are. So not coming with you would have been just detrimental to not only my mental health, but just to my plans, you know? I, yeah. I loved fives, you know, five degrees. I loved it. They're my family, you know? Well, and, and I, well, we'll go back at some point. Of course we will. But at the same time, I needed to at least give the city a chance. You know, yeah. as much as I don't like living in the city, well, I need to give it a chance. There. Yeah, exactly. And Cardiff was probably one of the best places we could have moved to. So it would have been stupid to to not take this opportunity with you, you know? It was just mad because we'd never even been here. I think I've, I've been here once before when I was like yeah, 12. I, yeah, and I came here one, about the same time. About yeah. when I was 13, 14, I came here. And then we just, we just moved here. Yeah. Like, didn't, yeah, just moved. We in. didn't even. We haven't even looked at the flat. We were like, "Yes, we'll take." Yeah, we we'll just take the flat, and we just moved. In. Yep. It was yeah. It was very crazy. Spon- it was so not quick. spontaneous, but it was very quick. Yeah, very it was quick. Very quick, but it was better than being at home for another year, being like wondering what the fuck you're gonna do with your life. Yeah, because if I hadn't have just been like, "Fuck it, let's just do it now," I would have been like, "I really don't want to do that." Yeah. And then I'd probably just you would have thought up, about it a lot more, and and I didn't want to be one of those people that ends up getting a shitty job mm. and then being stuck in it. Yeah, regretting it, but with yeah. no way out, yeah. Because that's just, you know, why why go to uni and get in all that debt and stress about, you know, education? Just to live a life that you're not happy with. Yeah. The the day, yeah. yeah. Sure. And also then I'd be apart from you again for another year. Yeah, which is, would just not be ideal, would it? So. No, it would have been, it would have been awful. Mm. So yeah, God has graced us with, with all of that, honestly, so. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, I mean, it got here was good for me as well, because not only was it blessed for you, but obviously I did a bit of job searching. The first job that came out for me was Hubbox. Hubbox yeah, is, a Cornish, is a Cornish restaurant, so I was like, God, I know that brand. So, you know, applied. Got got the interview, two, what was it, two weeks within moving down here? Yeah, Had the interview, got the job, and that was that, you know? So within a month, I've got a job. It's like, fucking brilliant, you know what I mean? So it, it, it all just worked out in the end, didn't it? Obviously... I don't want to be in the restaurant business my whole life, but yeah. that was the best starting point I could have ever got. But it's you know? COVID. Like, the, it's COVID. the fact that you haven't got to where you want to be yet is, n- is literally no fault of your own. Yeah, for sure. At all. And there's nothing wrong with 
chilling out and you know earning money well that's what i've been doing since i've been furloughed you know i've just been sat on my switch for the past four weeks you know what i mean i've been loving it it's been great no but like you said there's nothing wrong with it is there no there isn't like you're keeping busy Mm. you're earning money you know you can't you can't ask anymore can you really right now because some people have lost their jobs and are really struggling struggling for money yeah for sure you know we're we're really lucky cool is there anything else you want to add on to the the work segment the work. Mm, so jobs and stuff. Um, any dream, any jobs that you always thought, other than teaching in Navy, were there any jobs you thought growing up that you were like, oh. Oh my God, so many. Go on, name a few. Um, I was convinced I was going to be a fashion designer. Yeah. For years, like when I was really young, like this was when I was like, like reception year. Oh, super, yeah, super like young. super young. Like four or five. I'm going to design clothes, I'm going to... Have a fashion. I used to call it a fashion car. You know, sports cars. A fashion. I used to call it fashion cars, <laughs> and um, my dad would buy me these little like toy cars, and it was like Ferraris that were bright yellow, and like I'd be like, oh, my life is gonna be so great when I'm older. Like, what the fuck? Like, this isn't you at all. This isn't the, the current you <laughs> at all. I didn't know this. God, you were brat. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't though. Actually, I... no. To be fair, this was before there was eight of us. Oh, okay. This was when it was just me and Hannah. And maybe Rebecca was there as well. And I think maybe Naomi was on the way. And, like, you know, we were getting our magazines on the weekends, you know, and we were watching, Girly watching girls. the tweenies. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, life was sick back then. So sick. Because we obviously, we did get spoiled until there was eight of us. Mm. Here's a question I've just, I've just thought up. Yeah. Can you, can you picture your life? Well, for those who don't know, well, yeah, for those who are listening and don't know, Alex is one of eight, right? So... My question to you is, can you picture your life if it did stop at three? If it was just you, Hannah, Rebecca, or any mishmash of Mm. your siblings, just three of you, can you imagine what your life would have been like? Can you picture it? How you would have turned out, where you would have gone? It would have been so much quieter. Yeah, is that a good thing? No. Really? You like the the ruckus? (laughs) I do, I I, I do. Um, I think when you're younger, you don't. You're really embarrassed that you're one of eight. And, like, going out as a family is super embarrassing. <laughs> no, honestly. Ten of you. And I, I, rem- I remember Hannah being at that stage. And my parents would always be like, oh, why is she so embarrassed? You know, she's going through that phase. And I was like, yeah, Hannah, why are you so embarrassed? You know, like, why are you, so, you Two know, years later. And then I went through that phase. And then, you know, then Rebecca and then Naomi and Harry. And then you just, you can't help it. Like. That's puberty. Yeah. It is PB. But no, I, I, I wouldn't change it for anything. I, I really wouldn't. Just to let you know, we are not having eight kids. I don't want eight kids. I'm getting the snip when we hit three. I thought we agreed on three. <laughs> yeah, I know, but once we hit three, that's no more. Not even if you, not even if you try. I think, I, <laughs> trust me, I do not want eight kids. It's a house, not a crash. <laughs> I mean, it's all right for you. I'm the one who has to do all the work. So I, I will tell you how many we're having. Three. Yes. <laughs> I might, to be fair, I might even just have one and be like, okay, that's enough. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I give up. We'll adopt the others. <laughs> oh, are, we, are, we, are we still on work? We're still on work, yeah. Um. We don't, we don't have to talk about work if there's nothing else, but I mean... Got well, you. there's only the chip shop and then there mm-hmm. is... Wilco, good old Wilco. Mm, fucking loved Wilco. I didn't mind Wilco. I didn't like Wilco it was, Falmouth. You didn't, yeah, it was Wilco Falmouth. That was it? the worst job I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Getting up 
and doing delivery mm. shift at four o'clock in the morning. That's the first time I've ever had to be a Karen. Me be a Karen? No, me be a Karen. Oh, what do you mean? Remember when I walked in and gave Lewis a piece oh, of my yeah. mind? Oh, I want to speak to your manager. You make my, you make my wife cry? <laughs> you asshole. Do you know what? I'll always, that's the one thing I'll always be grateful that you did for me, is that... <laughs> well, I went in there and told him what for. Yeah, it's that I left Wilco because of you, because you told him I wasn't coming back. It was it's all it's such an awful place. I, ha- I had to stand up for you at that point because that that wasn't fair. You know, any workplace that makes their employees feel like shit like that uh, and doesn't appreciate or doesn't acknowledge it is not somewhere. It wasn't. It wasn't the manager. Work. It wasn't the manager, but he was. It, he was. He wasn't doing anything about it. No, I he know. He knew, and he I wasn't know. doing anything about yeah. it. You know, so I had to go in there and be like, "Fuck you." But to be fair, <laughs> the ones, um, some of the other people that worked the morning shift were also being. Um, bullied and having like yeah, racist sure. comments and yeah. stuff like that. Like it wasn't just me. It wasn't obviously the fact that they didn't say anything either didn't made help your it even case. more difficult. Yeah, because mm. obviously I was. The, it, it just seemed to be that like every break time they'd be like, I'll always regret leaving Truro Wilco to go to Falmouth. I only did it because I thought it would save us money, and it would just be easier because then I could just walk to work rather than have. And half an hour drive, that's if there wasn't traffic. But then all of a sudden you realise there were 4am wake-up times. And... But I didn't mind that, though, because it was preparing me for the Navy. True. It was just... <laughs> it was just yeah. the, it was actually being in work. Just the locals. With those people. Just, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, there are still uh, old-minded old people about. Let's yeah, just leave it at that. When they're posting pictures of gollywogs... Yeah on their Facebooks and they're also talking about it at work in front of me mm. and like saying that they should be brought back and like used as advertisement and whatever like whatever they were saying mm. it's just disgusting and they should have lost their jobs for it but the fact that I walked away from it and I didn't do anything means they still have their job yeah you use but like obviously I don't want to I don't want to make anyone lose their job like that's not that's not for me to say mm. but I just feel like again that was like you know typical Alex not sticking up for herself and being shy and like, mm. you know. But that's fine, as long as you're. Yeah, okay I'm. Now, I'm so. You know? I'm so glad I left. Yeah. Obviously, after I left, we then couldn't afford to, to do anything. So then I had to move home. Mm. But that sucked. But if I'd stayed at Truro, things would have been okay. Thing, things happen for a reason. Yeah. No. Everything yeah, that happens no, for for sure they do. We went. We went through that stage of you know being apart for a bit, but it's fine yeah. now. So. It's all right. Yeah. I really did love my job at um, Truro. Truro. Mm. Just hate a Truro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's not the nicest place in the world, but the people that I worked with were... Were great, yeah, of course. So nice. Yeah. Honestly, so nice. So as you can see there, I've just put love. I haven't really put any subheadings. Really How done. was... Oh, then it goes on to 2020. Um, yeah, what kind of things? Is this, is this in relationships? So... Like I said in episode one, it th- this is to do with both both relationships and romance, as well as family. As well as family. And, and friends. Okay. Know? So, um, which one do you want to talk about first? The more romance side or the less romantic side of love? No, let's talk about love, yeah. Romance? Yeah. Alright. So, hit me. When was your first romantic <laughs> venture in life? Um, what, like, boyfriends and... Yeah, boyfriends, girlfriends, or anything, really. Um, I didn't really... Like, I was always told by my dad to always concentrate on schoolwork and not 
mess around with boys is what he always used to say mess around with boys yeah and i remember him always the whole family always used to say that i'd be the first one to like end up getting pregnant or mm. you know do something do something stupid basically really and, wait wait, yeah. wait you oh my god yeah because like boy, I don't, I, okay because i got on with boys more than i did with girls and like my dad would think that i was being like you know, naughty. slutty or naughty, whatever. Naughty, 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 naughty. <laughs> obviously, I wasn't. I wasn't mm. at all. But yeah, so I never really... Obviously, you know, you have the pathetic kind of little school relationships where you end up being dared to go out with someone and then you don't talk to each other and then you get a friend to dump them. There were loads of those. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Loads of those. Obviously, like, everyone does. Yeah. But yeah, I, I didn't actually have a proper relationship until maybe year 11. And even then, it wasn't even proper. Mm. It was like one of those first ones that you have mm. and you think it's amazing and you think that it's like the best thing that ever happened to you until it's over and then you realise it wasn't. You've just wasted a lot of time. Yeah, with this you one have. Person. You've wasted so much time. Well, you, know, you know I've been through that. And we, I think yeah, that's what I, we, we've both that. basically had the same relationship there mm. where you think that, you know, you're in love with someone. And that, you know, you'd never end, you'd never end it with them, even if it was shit. You don't see a reason to. Yeah, until it's you feel over. like it can be fixed. Yeah. But then as soon as it ends... But that's, like... that's the thing, you don't even realise there's anything wrong. No, bizarre, isn't it? Yeah. How we think. But, like, it's, it was one of those ones that I really learnt from. Yeah. About what a relationship should be, and, like, what not to put up with. Yeah, it's a life lesson for sure. Yeah, because, like, you, you do put up with so much when you're, like... I don't even know how old I was, to be honest. I think I must have been 16 mm. at the time. Mm-hmm. And probably ended when I was 18. It was a long time. It it was a long time. For, like, for that age, it was a very long time. You gave up a lot of time for this person. Yeah. Like, obviously, I wish him all the best. There's, like, nothing... Do you? No hard feelings there. Yeah, of course. I don't wish this person in my life the best. No, I know, but that yeah, your yours was yours was different. I don't think it was that different. Well, yours was. I think you're just a nicer person that way. That's okay. So I I don't wish them the best. I just no, I, wi- I, I know, wish I, I wish them don't. good. I wish them good health, and that things will be satisfactory for them. But I don't wish them the best because they hurt me, and yeah, I know. But I just think that what we have together yeah is so much better and i'm so grateful for it that i have no reason to feel like upset or i have no reason to even think about that relationship like whatsoever it doesn't Mm. even come into my mind unless someone asks me about it and i'm like oh god yeah that time that i was fucking stupid and i'm the same immature you know like i don't regret it Mm. i'm glad i'm this is the thing i'm glad i went through it because it really did teach me a lot same Mm. it really did because You know, you do put up with shit, you wouldn't put up with now. Yeah, for sure. So it's life lessons. Yeah, and I think that if he hadn't have ended it, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't you would have, have stayed miserable. Yeah. Mm. And like looking back at it, I never ever, you know, when you say you love someone, blah, blah, blah. Mm. It never was. It never ever was. No. Like it was never real. You always want it to be. And you always maybe think it is. But then yeah. once you experience what we have, it's almost like, that wasn't anything. It was just pure... Yeah, yeah, it was just a waste of time. It was infatuation. But, like, I'm super romantic. Like... Yeah, same. I love making things and, like, making cute little cars and shit. Like, it's literally, like... It's just shitty things. I love cooking for you. 
Food, yeah. food is my passion. Your food and I'm crafty stuff. Yeah. And like when I give some of that to you, you I know I know that you really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, always. Yeah, for sure. And when I cook for you, I know you yeah. really appreciate it. <laughs> and stuff like that has like never been appreciated before. No, for sure. Yeah, and then obviously afterwards, it was a bit of a blank period. It wasn't though. What you had other boyfriends? No, I never. I never had another boyfriend. That's what that. I mean by blank period. I mean relationships. Until you. Yeah, that's right. But obviously uni. So we've been through, and you had the your army stuff as well, the cadet stuff. So you obviously like met people, you had feelings for people, yeah. No, not really. Oh yeah, no yeah. Yeah, they're, they're... go on, yeah, <laughs> don't hide it. <laughs> yeah, no, of course, of course, there were some, some boys at uni, some well, really, really lovely ones. Of course. Um, yeah. You know, just like dating and things like that. I went on so many dates with so many people, but like it just never went anywhere because it just never, you know, never felt right. Mm. Or any, you know, it just didn't. It's weird that you say that because I don't think I've been on that many dates, honestly. Yeah, but that's because you were too busy, you know, having boy time and smoking weed, you know, doing your thing, going out with the boys. Yeah, and if I did meet a girl, it was usually a night out, that kind of thing. It wasn't yeah. really like... Yeah, oh, see, I was never like that. Yeah, it was, we, had, we, we lived completely different uni lives. I, I could never just meet someone on night out and then go back with them. I've never done that. I never could. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, I actually couldn't do that. But, like, yeah, I... I <laughs> you know, it's, it's when you look back at it, it's, it is shameful, like, how many dates and, you know... It's not shameful. It's not shameful because that's the graft... You know, you yeah. the, the ultimately you did it right because you had what well, I presume you had an end goal in mind. Yeah, of course. You wanted you wanted, wanted a serious relationship. End up with someone, but yeah. if it didn't lead anywhere, or you know, if something happened, you know, like not not replying or anything like that, like it's just like because I'd already wasted a few years of my life. Yeah. You know that I could have had a really good time. I didn't want to have to go through that again. For sure. Um, no, for sure. And then obviously there was that experience. Experience? Oh, <laughs> with, with a person who may or may not be fairly famous. Is that who we're well, talking about? He wasn't about? then. He wasn't really. He was kind of. Kind of. He w- no, he was pretty famous. He's been pretty famous for years. Yeah, but not so much as he is now. No, right, I'll give you that. Yeah, there was that. That was just before you met me, wasn't it? That was literally just before I met you. Are we talking weeks? Are we talking months? Okay, uh, do you know what? I actually looked back at these messages a few months ago. You still got them? Yeah. Show me! <laughs> I want to see do my claim to fame. He aired me once. And then No. Yeah. And then I got my own back because... All right. I then replied to one of his stories, you know, like you do, and... We had a bit of a conversation. He said that I was intimidating. <laughs> in, in, like, intimidatingly, like, beautiful. And I was like, oh, yeah, go on. Then. Oh, no, you told me this. Yeah, I remember you telling and me he this. And yeah, yeah. he said I had a backbone or something. And then he said how he wanted to see it, like, me bent over or something. Uh... It, was, it was something really disgusting. <laughs> anyway, and, then I, and then I didn't reply. I, then I aired him, right? And then I still have these. And, um... You show me this after the show. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see. I I didn't reply, and then a few months later, he then texted me when we were together. Yeah. And he was like, "Oh hey, um, can I please book a a, a PT session with you? Like, in, like I had a, like a name at the start, like Matt or something." And I was like, 
are you actually trying to like text me and like make out as someone else so, oh right do you know so, what I mean yeah, like trying yeah. to like bait me into being like oh <laughs> sorry wrong number yeah like, and then try to start a conversation with you yeah, yeah. but yeah. I have him on whatsapp so I can see when he's last you still got you still got you still got him on whatsapp you? yeah go on I can so when you this can, is, this I is can juicy see goss. when he's last available this is amazing what's his name on whatsapp that's amazing. Oh God, no, don't, I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to do anything. I just want to see. No, that's so funny. What's his number? What's his number? Where's his number? <gasps> I've got his number. I can, <laughs> I can do shit with that. Oh, beautiful. This is juicy. It's hilarious. Oh, God, I wish, I wish you Look, viewers... Oh, no, he's actually online. He's online right he's now? He's online right now. God, I wish you viewers could see this. I wish I could name drop right now as well, because this is hilarious. This is a pretty famous guy. You'd all know Wait, him. let me... Let me uh... <laughs> This, no, I don't, I don't, yeah, no, I'll, this I'll episode, yeah, just show me later, we're, we're get, we're, let's get on with the episode, yeah. okay? So, right, we're, we're talking about love, so now we're up to me, yeah? So the, you, you've talked about your past, you've talked about, and now we're present, so you've talked about when you just met me. Yeah. Do you want to talk about us? Comfortable about talking about us? Yeah, I mean, I'll show you off enough, so I'm more <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't want to get too soppy, because I know people probably don't want to listen to absolute sap. I mean, they see it enough. <laughs> exactly. Exa- yeah, they see it enough, and you know, yeah. in the, on your Instagram feeds or whatever. But <sighs> I, I hope people who don't already know how much we're in love can experience that same love for themselves at some point in life. I've never been more comfortable with anybody than I am with you. Yeah, same for sure. Like the first time I met you, I felt like I knew. I know that that sounds really like cliche and cheesy. No, for sure. But I felt like I I knew you for ages. Like obviously, the first time was a little bit awkward. Because yeah, but of I course was, it was. I was ill, and you still came over. But then the next time... You did pie the fuck out of me. Okay, 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 yeah, okay. Maybe, I was maybe... insistent. And I'd already been pied by a few girls on Tinder, so I was like, you know what, I refuse maybe to be pied again. Maybe you should explain. Okay, okay. The... So Alex and I met on Tinder. Um, this was during a time... This is right at the start of third year, my third year, start of Alex's second year. Um, I, I'd just gone through my second year um, of being a bit, you know, boisterous and go to parties and discovering hard drugs for the first time. And, you know, I'd, I'd had my fun and I'd had, you know, a lot of experience with the girls, mostly involving a lot of me embarrassing myself. Um, yeah, but you've got to give it a go. I, I was on the Tinder game a lot anyway, since like first year. <laughs> Every night? Yes. <Yeah. laughs> Literally, I think it was at that point. It was more like a game, you know? Happened one day to just be sitting in my living room and I was swiping. Found you on there. God, you look super fucking fit. Not gonna lie. Obviously, that's why I, that's why I super liked you. If that isn't romance, I don't know what is. Oh, yeah, super, you did. I super liked you, yeah. I wasted my one super like a day trying to get your attention. Worked because you swiped back within the half an hour, <laughs> which is great. <laughs> uh, yep, chatted, grafted for a little bit and then a week later invited you out on a date. You said yes, then that the day after, which was meant to be date night, you said no because you were ill. I didn't say no. Yes, you did. I had been at work that day as well. Okay. And I, still... I honestly, I honestly wasn't very well. And you still came over anyway. So but the fine. only reason I was so insistent, not too insistent, I wasn't creepy insistent, I was just insistent, because I had already been pied off by a few girls on Tinder within the couple of months. Well, anyway. you just didn't want to lose And I just, and I was like, you know what? If I just keep accepting that these girls are pying me off, then I, you know, I don't know what's wrong. So I'm, I, I asked you, I said, okay, I'm going to come around yours. To which you surprisingly said, okay. 
Yeah. I expected you to just pile me off again and be like, nah, and that was it. And that would be the end of it. We would have never met each other. If you had said no, <laughs> that would have been the end of it. We would have lived completely different lives from that yeah, point on. Yeah, for sure. But you said yes. You said okay. So that was the point. I remember looking over at Smithy and being like, hmm, I'm, going around, uh, I'm going around this girl's house tonight. And he was like, really? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And he was like, he was like well, how'd that come about? And I was like, well... She didn't want to go on a date. She's ill, apparently. So I was like, fuck that and go around yours. And she said, okay. And, I, and Smithy gave me the, he was like, all right. Give me the, you know, the, the head nod. And I was like, I gave him the head nod back. You know, I got, got my nice cologne on, got my got myself looking pretty and came around yours. And the rest is history, really, isn't it? So, no, actually, no, the rest isn't history because after oh, that. Oh, yeah, then there's. Yeah, then there's more. Yeah, there's more to this story. And then, obviously, we had, we did that night. And the the next time I see you isn't for another... It's for a month. About just over a month. Yeah. Because every time I try and make plans with you, you say you can't. So I immediately take warning signs there, like, oh, my God, she's parting me. Like, she's seeing someone else or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, she doesn't <laughs> want to see me. I'm around Harry's house, and I've realised that I've left my necklace at yours. I wanted that necklace. On purpose. You say it's on purpose. It was a gen... I I would have told you otherwise by now, three years later, if it wasn't. It was an accident. I left my necklace there on accident. I generally... You know how forgetful I am. So... Okay, yeah, no, I'll give you that. Thank you, yes. So so, so I left my necklace there on accident. I wanted it back. I was at Harry's house, who lived about half an hour walk away from you. So I said, fuck it. I'm going to walk around yours. And I did. Because, once again, you had pied my request. I said, oh, I'm, I'm not too far away from you. I want to come No, to- you didn't. You never told me that you were, like, you were coming that day. Because I was sitting in my pyjamas. Oh, true, actually, yeah. You true. never told me. The, like- no, the ni- that's right. The night before, you pied me off. I it was the postman. The- <laughs> I did. <laughs> well, look, the night before, you pied me off. So I was fuming. I was like, right, this is like the fifth time you pied me off. I was at Harry's house and I thought, fuck it, I'm so close to you. I'm going to walk down there. I'm going to come to your door and I'm going to get my necklace back. I remember she let Harry, left the door, left his house, put my music, put my music in. I was listening to some fucking hard music. I was like getting, psyching myself up to like proper, like just be angry at you. Like just be mad. And uh, I was thinking, oh, how funny it would be if she expects me to come in afterwards. Uh, no, I'm just going to get my necklace back and leave. And then as I was walking, I was like, no, oh, you know what? Maybe I should go in. Maybe I should, you know, just just drop it all and just go in and you know, kind of melt her feet a little bit. And uh, as I got closer, I was like, "No, nah, I'm angry at her. I'm angry. At her. I'm so angry at her." <laughs> Knocking the door, and I was like, "And you open the door, and you, the look on your face, like you've just seen a ghost. You look so surprised and like guilty." And I was just like, <laughs> "All right." And you're like, "Hi," and I was like, "Come on, next back, please." And you're like, "Yeah," and you went and grabbed a necklace, and then like you stood there for me. I looked back at you, put my necklace on. I went, "All right, see you later." Walked yeah, off. Yeah, that was it. And that was, and then that was history because from that point on, you couldn't get enough of me. You were talking to me nonstop after that. You felt guilty. I came to see you like a couple of days later. It was that was it after that. You know what? That's not how it happened. That is exactly that is, how it happened. That is honestly... I had you wrapped around my finger after that. You're making out like made out it never happened. <laughs> Go on, you tell me your side of the story from the necklace. From the necklace, from, from you purposely leaving your necklace. Accidentally leaving your necklace. Okay, yeah, well, we'll, we'll agree to, we'll to disagree. Yeah. Okay, go um, on, yeah. I remember you sending me lots of milk emojis on Snapchat. Really? Yeah, all milk. the time. Yeah. Milk? 
Milk bottle? Yeah, like like cups of milk. What? Yeah, I still have a save now. Why did I send you cups of milk? I don't... I... You weren't milking any... What did I send you? It was like, you know, like the... I think it's an emoji where it's literally a cup and it's got like white liquid in it. It's milk. <laughs> Bizarre. No, just no. It's all right. Go on, carry on. And obviously, I was working. I was even missing lectures to work. Yeah. So the fact that I, I honestly wasn't being like, I don't, I don't want to see you. Because yeah. if I didn't want to see you, then I would literally have just never. I would never even reply to your comments. <laughs> right. Okay. So then, but so so you you were just too busy for me, basically. I really, I honestly was. I didn't date at all like that whole month. So then, after I came to pick up the necklace, why was it after that that you were talking to me pretty regularly after that? I got your attention. <laughs> yeah. I think it's it, probably because you actually started putting an effort. Excuse me? <laughs> Excuse me? Putting an effort? You were the one buying me off, you cheeky so and so. You're trying to incite a domestic right now, I swear down. I, I, do, I don't know, to be honest. It, was, it, it feels like it was so long ago, I don't even know. I don't even know what to say to you, to be honest. And why do you care anyway? Because <laughs> it's for entertainment purposes. I don't care. It's just for the people, you know what I mean? We've gone through this loads of times. So, I, you know know, what I mean, I know. At the end of the day, I can give a fuck right now because I'm with you. I'm engaged <laughs> to you. We're getting married, so that's the best thing possible. 17 months. Less than 17 months. So it is. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, Shit. Yeah, 17 months. <laughs> Let's talk about, f- first of all, Personal experiences have stuck with you. Not all of them, because I can see there, I've got loads. Out of them, so I've got good or funny, mm-hmm. bad or warning signs, best insights and lessons that you've got, or the best memories. Pick one of them yeah. and talk about it. So personal experiences that have stuck with you under the category of... Do you know what I'd probably say? Best memories or funny. Okay, let's talk about... I don't really be- want to talk about anything bad. Because no, of course. Like, yeah, no, I mean... A bit down on things. We're already going through a downer in life at the moment with yeah, COVID anyway. Almost, it's just so. meant to be uh, <laughs> making people's lives a little bit, <laughs> a little bit nicer. Okay, let's talk about best memories then. My best memories are mm. probably with my siblings. Yeah? For sure, yeah. Top three. Top three. Mm. Oh, to be honest, I couldn't even... Some of them I couldn't tell you because it's super inappropriate. <laughs> like Rebecca's behaviour. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, let's let's stop it right yeah. there. And I, think we, I know where that's going, so that's yeah. fine. Um, like... Even when we chat now, like, they'll all still bring up things that happened, like, you know, 20 years ago now. Yeah. And laugh about it, about things when we were all at home together. Mm. Yeah, it was just, the, it, it was the best time we were all together. Obviously, like, you know, home life isn't always the best. No, of course. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that I have all of them. And like you asked me earlier about changing, if, I, if there was less of us, it, it would be completely different. Because obviously, mm. whenever anyone... Ask me how many siblings I have, and I say eight. Obviously, you get all the comments about, oh no, do your dad not, do your mum and dad not have a television? Do they not know what contraception is? I've I've heard it all. Mm. But Rebecca always used to say that she'd write a book, um, <laughs> about all the comments we used to get. Oh my god! Because people would always say at school, like teachers or 
anyone that we met, they'd always be like, you know, what's Christmas like for you? And Rebecca would always reply and say, um, oh, you know, I'm, I'm writing a book actually about it. So, uh, you know, if you ever want to know all the ins and outs, I'll print one off for you, you know. <laughs> and she'd like print, she, she was actually like even thinking about doing it. <laughs> <laughs> about having this book that had like all the answers to all the questions everyone ever has, has ever asked us. Mm. That would have be been pretty interesting. It would have been great if she did. That great. Yeah, that would have been a really good book. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, honestly, it was. Yeah, I I miss I miss us all being at home together mm. because obviously now we're all in different places like Rebecca, Naomi, and Hannah and Harry. All in London. Are all in London. Well, obviously, two of them are in Reading, but they're all so close. Mm. And you know when we're on Facetime, you know most of the time. Me and Lottie have no idea what's going on mm. or, you know, what they're talking about half the time because, you know, they see each other so often. Yeah, for sure. Obviously not so often at the moment, but, mm. you know, you're kind of left out of the loop a little bit. Mm. Um, and as I, when I moved home last year for a bit, you know, I came, I, I've, I've always been really close with them, to be honest, like with Lottie and James and, and Thomas. Yeah, of course, you, you, were, you were all very tight-knit growing up. Yeah, we, re- we were. You had your differences, but who? what's it been oh, today? Yes. Oh, God, we used to bicker all the time, like, mm. like fights as well. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I think few of them still would if they were put in the same room together. But um, obviously, we all haven't had a Christmas together in, it must be like four years now. So we haven't, I don't think I've seen Hannah in probably a year. I mean, in fact, I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have seen any of them in a year anyway because of COVID. But, yeah. So it might have even been longer than that. Over a year, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely more closer with my siblings that are still at home but I think they'll always be sad that they're gonna have completely different experiences than than us yeah because obviously we had such a lovely time at home when we were what like five and our dad used to pick us up from school mm-hmm. my mum was working at the time my dad wasn't mm. and um he'd bring us home from school and we'd all watch tweenies and we'd all have an orange <laughs> and stuff like it's just <laughs> one of the fondest memories I have yeah for sure of growing up like it, it was just the best and like my dad used to let me and Rebecca push our buggies down to the post office mm. like together when you say buggies you mean toy buggies right yeah we yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Well, when we lived in Reading yeah yeah and like the memories we have at Reading are so nice mm. and calm and like there was no arguing or shouting or anything like that mm. and then when we moved and then there was Charlotte and Thomas no yeah Thomas has already been born and then there was Charlotte and James mm-hmm. um I don't know, things just got a lot. And, like, you know, our parents obviously don't have the time for every single one of us. Mm. So, obviously, some were craving more attention than others. And, you know, like it is when there's such a big family. Of course. You you, you inevitably start... Yeah, it, it, it was hard. It was difficult. And, obviously, you know, we had to start missing out on things. Mm. And, you know, parents were stressy and shouting mm-hmm. and whatever. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't always great. But, yeah, I... I but there's I, still some of your fondest memories. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Good. And I, and I, yeah, I just wish that we were all still as close as we were. Yeah, for sure. And I don't know if that's just me because obviously I've been in Cornwall for so long, and now I'm here. I always feel like I'm so far away from them all. So to actually be home last year was really nice. Mm. But now I just miss them all. <laughs> yeah, no, sure. I miss um, home sometimes, you know. Yeah, and I'm really bad at keeping in contact with people, so I'm really bad at messaging people first and. Yeah, I feel that. I know your home life was completely different because you're really close with your parents, whereas I'm not. Yeah. Like, my yeah. parents are super straight. They've always been super straight, but... Oh, it, it, you know it was different with me because Courtney yeah. and I were brought up by mum by herself. Yeah, but you're basically, like, 
as friends with your mum as well. Yeah, mum and I have very similar personalities, so we always clicked a lot. And yeah. whilst Courtney and I not so much, we were still a family. It was still the, just the three of us, you know, and she... It was always it's always going to be a different environment between me and you because whereas you grew up with a massive family, I grew up with a broken one, but that's not to say it was a bad one because Mum made us feel so loved all the time there was there could have been many points in life where she could have just given up mm-hmm. I'm sure she wanted to, but she kept us in her heart the whole time yeah she always did what was best for you. Never what was best for her, always what was best for us. That, in a nutshell, that is exactly why mum, to me, is my best mate. Not only because we make each other laugh and we just have this unconditional love for each other, but because she gave us so much. Mm -hmm. How could I not, you know? How could I not love her? Yeah, let's not go too deep, but... Well, I'm I'm grateful that she'll be my mother-in-law. She loves you. Yeah, she loves you so much. You know? Like the, you know, when you have other relationships, like, I always used to wonder what it would be like. Obviously, you know, you have to obviously end up with the person, but what mm. would their parents be like? And some of the ones I've had before, I thought, oh my God, I'd, I would never get on with you. Mm. But I don't know, like, obviously, when I met you, I got on with you straight away. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm super, <laughs> I'm shy, but yeah. like, well, me- meeting in laws is terrifying. Oh, but your mum yeah, is of course. just like, she just makes you feel so well, comfortable. Well, you, you've, beca- you've become real at home with my family now. I remember not that long ago, you used to come home and you used to sit upright and yeah. you, you only accepted water and, like, you know, some toast and that was it. And now... You don't want to be a bother, though, do you? Yeah, I know, but now you're so comfortable. You know, you're actually, like, lying in the chair and you're, you know, you're having conversations with Courtney. You know I mean? It, 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 it's lovely to see. Yeah. Because I know, like we talked about at the start of the episode, I know that you struggle you know, in with social anxiety, but even knowing that... I try that, and make you, it seem like I don't. I really do try. I know, but even it. now, you're not even trying to hide it. You just don't feel it that much anymore yeah. at home. It does take so. me, like, half a day or two to get used to being there. And then once I'm there, I'm like, oh, this is so nice. It's home again. Yeah, yeah. it is home again. Because I actually look forward to going to yours, mm. to your mum's. Mm. I look forward to going back to mum's. Yeah. <laughs> get some lovely cooking done for me. Having a bath. Just, <laughs> the just nice doing our washing, like... Yeah, I know. It's so grateful. <laughs> oh, yeah, isn't it? Now that we have to do our own all the time, let's play ball like I mean, it? to be fair, you, you do the washing here more than, yeah, than, so, than I do. Sorry, while <clears throat> I do yeah. <clears throat> our own washing... <clears throat> well, to be fair, I'm like the housewife, I know, you've got work to be doing, I'm not doing anything. Yeah, it's the least you can do. <laughs> <laughs> you lazy bugger. <laughs> so, okay, before, before we end the episode, let's talk about our... All right, po- post-graft. We're fully together now. We've moved in. It's, it's your third year. I'm on a year out. What are the best adventures that we had together? So this is the thing, because there's so many... No, we we we, so we, we we have explored pretty much every corner of Cornwall now, haven't we? Like, yeah. There's not. I, I, there, if if there is somewhere we haven't been, it is somewhere very discreet. Yeah, I think the only places we hadn't been are the ones that weren't really worth visiting. Nuki. Because you couldn't. Use... <laughs> <laughs> that's a bit harsh. <laughs> just like I think it was just places that you couldn't easily you know park at or walk down to. Yeah, for sure. But I think the best place we ever went to mm-hmm. was Penfounder. Oh, Pen and Panda. Yeah, hands down. Best nudist beach in Cornwall. 
Yeah, that was a massive shock. You know what? I actually still what have... the penises or the the niceness of the beach. Well, I, <laughs> you know, I I actually have visions of it sometimes, like flashbacks of this one woman walking round. Yeah. And she was wearing like a lycra top, and it was all zipped up. And then I thought she had like yes. Oh my god, I know exactly who you're talking about. I thought she had leggings on, and she actually had. Yeah, and her pussy was she out. She had her fanny out. It was just out, wasn't it? That was so weird. And she was just walking around with a top on. But with her bottoms but off. I, 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 it was just the weirdest comment. I, I thought that if someone was going to do that, it would be the other way around. Yeah, with their top off and so bottoms confused. on. And then there was that really lovely couple that were holding hands and they were, do you remember them running? They were yeah. completely butt naked and her boobs were like swinging in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> and like, no, she, she, was, she was gorgeous. Like, oh, she had the best figure. They're she having a great about time. 60. Yeah. And they were like holding hands and they were just skipping along the beach. Like, yeah, in, in the so shallow cute. waves. Yeah. In such a creepy, sick way. It was so cute. In such a creepy, sick way. Obviously, I shouldn't have been looking, but... Oh, uh, no, but that... Yeah, but that one lady, her, her... Just that image of her just just stuck in my head for the rest of my life. It was it was a red light jacket. I could describe it. I could draw it for you. It's it's, it's annoying because I, you don't have to because I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> and now it's going to be stuck in my head for the rest of... Because that was, that was removed from my head. But yeah. now you've put it back in there. So thank you very much for that. Um, but no, I agree. That was... It is what if you are ever down if you're ever down Coromel Way, my at me You gotta go visit. You gotta go visit Pedden Founder Beach. Next to what was it? It's next to um the Minac Theatre. If you're ever down Cornwall Way, you've gotta go down to the Minac Theatre. And then next to the Minac Theatre is Pedden Founder Beach. Quite dangerous to actually walk down to because there's not actually yeah. a stable path down there. But if you ever do get down to the beach, probably the best beach you're ever gonna be like going. You don't even have to go down onto it no. to even see how lovely Beautiful it is. Beautiful it is. if you go down, oh my God, it's just... The water's warm. So nice. The, way, the, the beach itself is, like, incredible. Like, it's, like, ripples in the sand. Yeah, it's probably, yeah, definitely one of the best places we've been mm-hmm. to. Another, I think my favourite place we've been to is Port Leaven. It's got to be. I love Port Leaven. Since oh, the, the The last time we went, during the summer just gone was incredible because it's we saw Port Leaven in a light we never had before. It was so orange. Every time we'd been to Port Leaven before that, it'd been the super it's been choppy waves, surface everywhere, kind of grey skies or you know. I know which time you mean. Yeah, I just and, I just remembered. And then obviously the, the, the time that we went to next oh, it was like yeah. a complete it's like we'd never been there before. It the waves were as still as anything that the, the it was so clear it felt like we were in barbados yeah you know it was so like the cornish water there had been amplified to 11 and then when we walked over to to that water down onto those to that cliffy beach it was like grease it was and i just had to strip down to my pants and jump in the water that, that it would have been a sin not to you did that a few times oh, it was so nice I don't regret it at all. It was so nice. <laughs> and then as soon as I got out of the water, I just, you know, sunbathe five minutes and I'm dry again. You know, that's how hot it was. I miss those days. I miss summer down yeah, in Cornwall. Yeah, that, that was gorgeous. Amazing. It honestly was. Um, I think that that might be one of my favourite times in Cornwall. But then again, we had so many lovely times in Cornwall. We really did. Every adventure mm-hmm. I had with you, I think, I didn't not like, you know? Yeah, that's the thing. I think if I didn't ever meet you, I probably wouldn't have gone to all the places that I did. No, same. At all. I think that's what kind of grounded our relationship to what it is now. The fact that we just went on so many adventures together. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we didn't, we weren't really the type for just sitting inside and, you know, just doing nothing <laughs> all day like we are now. <laughs> we, we, we made the most of the time we had together in such a beautiful place. Yeah. 
Yeah. I've never taken for granted. And then obviously Godrivi Beach as well. Yeah, engagement spot. Yeah, well, can I pop the question to you? Do you know what? I, I'll always love St Ives. I'll always love St How can like, you not love St Ives? I remember visiting there because we used to go at every October half term with family. Mm. I remember always thinking, like, oh, I'd love to retire here and have the tiniest little cottage ever. Just have a studio and I'd be so happy there. And now mm. I've actually been there with you so many times. It, I, I would obviously love to live there. I know it would be so extortionate. I'd happily go to Tate St Ives every month. Oh, so You know, nice. for every new installation they put out or whatever, you know, I'd love, I'd love to go there. And they can finally start doing surfing. Yeah, I'd I mean, to you, surf. you would sit on the beach. i sit on the beach and watch because <laughs> I'm terrified of the ocean water, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, of course. No, that, that, and the kids can do it too. And that's the dream, isn't it? Yeah, it'd be, it would be nice. I won't even mind buying um, like a really shitty rundown house. And just do it up. Do it up over the top, yeah, over... Like, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, no, for sure. Anywhere in Cornwall would be a blessing, really. Because you can drive for half an hour and be on the other side. And be anywhere, yeah. It takes you an hour from Falmouth to drive to Land's End. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just... Oh, like you were saying the other day about Senin. Oh, Senin. Senin Cove. Oh, God. I feel like half the people that are going to be listening to this are going to be like... Well, like, if, like, where are these places? But, like, seriously, Google them. Yeah, Google them. And if you ever plan a holiday once COVID is finally calmed down a bit, go to Cornwall. You know, you don't need to leave the country to honestly visit oh, such a beautiful so nice. place. We, got, we bought a little I mean, book I think of Cornwall I've chat. I have enough posts about it. Exactly. <laughs> it, it, if, if you haven't ever been to Cornwall, you've got to go. It is just fantastic. It really is. Yeah, it's stunning. It's so gorgeous. But, yeah, that that's what's grounded... Um, at the end of the day, being in Cornwall, I think is what grounded our relationship. I think even if we had met in the same circumstances in the city, we probably wouldn't have had the same outcome as we had now because we didn't get to advent. We wouldn't have got to adventure as much as we did. We probably would have adventured, but it's a lot harder to adventure in the city than think, it is. I think the fact that we did so much together, you know, outside of our uni rooms, mm. like it just kind of brought us together. Yeah, for sure, I agree. That that's how I feel anyway. Mm. Eden Project. Yeah, we went there three times mm. in a row. Yeah. Like, we didn't go anywhere else. We just went to Eden like three times. It's a lovely place. <laughs> I don't know why we did that. Oh, I love Eden. I'd happily go all the time. I think, we, I think because we had a free ticket, we were just like, fuck it, let's just go again. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Isn't that lovely? Pre-COVID talks. <laughs> a world which is so foreign to us now. Yeah, it is now. <laughs> but yeah, next is uh, Snowdonia. Snowdonia's in the cars next. Yeah. Damn right. So, obviously with the last episode, I didn't think Smithy was going to talk about it literally. But now that he has, I appreciate that. So you can talk about literally your fears. But what I'm going for with this question is talking about what fears you had in the past growing up. What fears you have right now. Yeah. And what fears you have about the future, the upcoming. And just write it on, what are your fears, you know, in life? What are your phobias? So answer them in any which way you want. So in the past, mm-hmm. I always told myself I'd never learn to drive. I thought it was terrifying. Really? really? Yeah. Seeing how yeah. good of a driver you are now, that's really surprising. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually good, aren't I? You're really good. Yeah, you're really good. My are. parallel park now. Is it not? Oh, is it ninety five percent? The one I did the other day, <laughs> that space was tiny, and you were like, "Oh, baby, that was really good." And I was like, "Thank you." Yeah, no, it Thank was. Thank you for noticing that. That was so good. But the one you do by the post box down there, oh, yeah, you're always like this yeah. far from the curb. Yeah. Always, every time. Yeah. 
maybe tighter spaces are just my thing. Yeah, probably. Under pressure, you work well. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so in the past, your fear, your biggest fear was learning to drive. Oh, yeah. I always told myself I'd never do it. But about, I'm so glad I did because... What about the present? Present, right now, right now, is... Your biggest fear. Is failing this course. Because I would have waited another year. And I think because I'm dyslexic, mm. I feel like that will hold me back. But mm. from what I've done so far, and everyone's saying, oh, you know, you've done this, you've done that, you're... You're doing really well, and obviously school placements, and actually having to, like, having social anxiety, and then becoming a teacher and having to talk in front of students, is like the most nerve wracking thing. But the fact I haven't even thought about it mm. that much shows that I'm getting better. Yeah, that I'm really not as bad as I as I probably think I am. Like I said the other day, the more you put, the more you get put through it, the easier yeah. it eventually becomes. It doesn't ever become easy. Like, super, like, it doesn't ever become, like, just to the point where you can't, don't have anxiety anymore. But the more you do mm-hmm. it, the more you put yourself in that position, the easier it gets. So, that's yeah, obvious. Yeah, I, I just say right now, it's just failing at another, I don't want to say dream, because this wasn't my dream. But just at another plan that was meant to be happening in my life. Mm-hmm. So, it was meant to set you out. Yeah, I'd like just maybe not even getting a job after this or, you know, whatever it is. Okay just not i'm just i'm i'm sick of us not having any money <laughs> you know yeah true right well i mean what about the future then the future mm. is probably being a good parent because i don't want to make the same mistakes my parents did mm. that's probably my biggest one i want i don't want to be strict with our children i want them to i want them to see us like friends mm. and i want them to be able to tell me everything like i wouldn't tell my mum anything cause I'm, you know mm. No, for sure. <laughs> like she was when we were growing up we were absolutely terrified of her um but yeah just when we have kids i just want them to be able to feel and like e- you know even asking us for like a tenner i want them to not have to like have to build themselves up to ask us i want them to be able to sit on the sofa and just be like just comfortable with us mm. and not have to think oh you know i can't say that around them i can't do this like you know you want to talk to them about drugs and stuff in the future yeah for sure not yeah. not right let me just clarify not push it i don't want them no, to no, i don't no, want them no. to i don't want them to take drugs i want them to talk to me before they ever think about taking drugs that's that's what she means by that just yeah to but, but that's what i mean i just want yeah. them to be open with us yeah for sure but yeah just i just just hope to be a good mum. who who doesn't dream to be a good parent you know honestly if they if you want kids you want to be a good parent and we can only do it in the way that we feel is best we've you've been through an experience which has made it so you want to be the best that you can be. I've been ex- through an experience that's made it so I want to be the best parent I could be. And so I think that yeah. together is the equation for us being pretty damn good parents. Yeah, they're going to be very loved. Yeah, oh God, yeah, definitely. Down in the Cornish coast. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to smother them a little bit. Smother? Yeah, well, not smother, smother. I mean, like, tell them that I love them and... That's good. Right then, let's, let's move into the final question. Yeah. What's your... What's your phobia? What are you scared of? Do you know what? <laughs> I know you. I know you already know. To be honest, but I, as much as I like to say I'm not afraid of the dark, <laughs> I am only because only because my I saw mind... I saw the boogeyman once. <laughs> you, you, you can say anything to me and you'll try and scare me, and then that'll, that'll be it for the night. <laughs> I'll be like. No, there's someone in the closet. There's a like, boogeyman. I was, I was, the other day, I was, um, I was scared someone was gonna put a knife through the wall. 
I told you this. Who? I, no, I was Who? like, I was like what, <laughs> what if, what if someone breaks in and they like grab my feet from the door? Because obviously I'm the first man. <laughs> Horrorville B. No, I know. But like, in, in, in my head, like you, you hit the pillow and you're gone. And then I'm like, I'm like, if someone comes into this flat, I'm gonna have to look after myself because they're not even gonna bother with you because you're not gonna wake up. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, I'm not a guard dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I make up shit in my head. Not like in a crazy psycho. <laughs> I make up that shit in my head. You better watch yourself. I, mean, I, I just mean when, when I'm in bed, I just I get so easily scared. Because mm-hmm. I'm just so tired. You just got scared of the dark. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. A lot of people are. You can get a nightlight if you want. Night night. No, because I can't sleep with any lights. Exactly. Up. That's the most annoying thing. I can sleep through anything. Tornadoes, bright lights, someone earthquakes. Yeah, us. someone coming in and murdering you. I'll wake up next morning. There's blood everywhere. I'm like, what the hell happened? You know, but you, like, you're so specific when I have to sleep. You, you got, am, yeah. It's got to be pitch black. No one can make any noise. you got to have your, not a little bit of light coming through the window. You know, if there's a little bit of light, it'll piss you off. You know what I mean? Like, it has to be the perfect... Like, you have to be in the vacuum of space for you to sleep. But then you get scared in the yeah. vacuum of space. So it's like you can't sleep. <laughs> oh, God. Whereas That's me, hit, like you say, hit the pillow, I'm gone. <sighs> Alexandra. My darling, thank you so much for doing episode two with me. That's okay. Sat next to me on the sofa, <laughs> sipping a beer. She's sipping a... A woo-woo. A woo-woo, a pre-mixed cocktail. And Asta one pound woo-woo. <laughs> yeah, for all, you, for all you guys out there who are missing nights out and love the cocktails, go, go down to Asda, bring about four pound with you and you get a four pack of pre-made cocktails. How would you rate them? Tasty? Yeah, they're not the best, but... No? Really? No. Yeah, the ones really at Christmas. Oh, yeah, the Christmas yeah, ones were good. they were yeah. so nice. Christmas I was, cocktails. Like, did you see me? I just downed it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was nice. That was so oh, were nice. they raspberry mojitos? Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. How, how was your experience? Yeah, I was nervous at the start. Everyone is. Everyone says the same thing to me before before the episodes. They say, I'm, ner- you know, I'm super nervous, don't know what to say. But It's just the recording, seeing it there. Yeah, of course, but it's it's chill, isn't it? Just having yeah. a conversation. Just conversation. It's just chill.